Hey, Armstrong and Getty here. And the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation. Good or bad or mediocre will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. We're going to talk to national security reporter for the Washington Times, the grim reality of Afghanistan. Washington Post. Washington Post. What did I say? Times. I say all kinds of crap that's just not true. Yeah. Fake okay. news! Fake news! Washington Post. And that's what Joe's been talking about, so we'll, we'll bring that back up again. Plus, uh, today's headline from the Joe Getty News Desk, Drunken Woman Allegedly Bites Fisherman's Line. While it was in the water. She was in the water? Yes. Okay. So was his lure. And, and uh, she bit it. Elon Musk, Tesla guy, you yes. know him? I know. I, yes, SpaceX? I yes. Calls for a ban on killer robots. So uh, we'll talk about that, too. So I don't know how to approach this story. I don't know how to tell this story. I got a, I got a number of situations. I got uh, privacy of my family. I've got uh, possible legal issues as I've been talking to a policeman, and I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where it's going to go from there. And um, and that I'm uh, I'm my views are out of step with uh, what would seem a lot of America's views are. And I don't know if that gets me into legal situation. I don't know. So I don't know. At the end of the story, no one is hurt. So I won't leave that dangling out there. Why don't we have as our watchword, our 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 creed? You can always say more. So let's be restrained. Yeah, well, it's going to be tough once I get going because I, I only got the one career. So yeah, right. But so my uh, my family and I, it's um, Sam and I get back from the eclipse trip, and uh, we're home for like fifteen minutes, and we all load up in the car and we go to the school because it's um, the day where you go find out who your teacher is and get your little back to school packet and uh, tour your classroom and that sort of thing. Right. Very exciting. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, and for my oldest, it'll be his third first day of school as a second grader. But for my youngest, it'll be his first first day of school as a kindergartner. And of course, he's quite excited about that. And uh, so we do that. And then we go to eat uh, at a restaurant. And as typical, a little um, suburban style little areas you can picture it's got you know it's got the 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 restaurant and the the sporting goods store and a panda express and a grocery store and you know those kind of places Mm -hmm. whatever you call those places yeah every town's got them sure and we go there and it's on the early side which factors into this because there weren't very many people around the early side eating we're going to sit on the patio and we're sitting on the patio eating 
and uh, we're, there's hardly anybody else out there. I wasn't paying any attention, but... And all this happens very, very fast. Um, I wish I could ask my wife, uh, ha- could have confirmed with my wife exactly how she, what her memory of everything happening is, because mine might be wrong, but she was too upset to talk about it. And uh, there's video of it that the police are looking at, so... Um, so I could be wrong in some of my uh, some of my memory because it was all happening real fast, mm-hmm. and I couldn't see everything at the same time. Anyway, homeless dude or whatever, night of the open road as Marshall comes starts walking toward our table, and I think as I always do, great, um, really you know dirty that whole look, yeah. no, no doubt whatsoever what this guy is or what he's up to. Mm-hmm. He walks right up to our table. I mean, he's standing right at our table which I do not like at all. I have no tolerance for street people in my space. I don't like it for me. With my kids, I have zero tolerance for it. I don't think we should have to put up with it as a society Mm -hmm. because they are, to me, by definition, a threat. Because you don't know freaking what's going on there. Sure, yeah. On the most basic level. Right. Yeah. Now, I know law enforcement and a lot of society does not agree with that. They're just people. You You wouldn't freak out about anybody else walking up to your table. Um, but anyway, so he walks up to my, my, my our table and a and a meet and, and he's kind of st- staggering a little bit. I mean, he's he's hammered. He's got the beet red face, dirty, you know, the whole thing going. Sure. He's right at our table and starts it with, "I won the billion dollars in the lottery in my in my San Francisco." I said, "You got to get out of here, dude." I think that's what I said. I don't remember him asking for money. Apparently, the police asked me that. I don't know if that plays a role. Did he ask you for money, and did you turn him down? Oh, yeah, because the aggressive that, panhandling did, laws. Oh, my God. Well, then I should have said that he did. I don't know if he did or didn't. <laughs> I don't freaking care. You're, to me, obviously either a drunk, drugged up, or crazy person right next to my children. Or all three, sure. And I said, you got to get out of here, dude. Oh, okay. And then, he, and then he starts back, and then he starts back toward the table. And I said, you got to go. You got to get out of here. And he said, F you! F you! F you! I'm doing it to Joe. Got right in my face. Finger screaming F you. Yeah. I stand up. He says, F you! F you! I'm going to F and kill you! I'm going to F and kill your kids! I'm going to F your kids up the A! I'm going to F and F and... I mean, he's waving his arms and he is out of control. Oh, my God. Just screaming at us. I stand up and I start toward him. He takes a couple of steps backwards. And I said, you got to get out of here. I'm going to call the police. And he said, I'm going to call the effing police on you. I'm going to effing kill you. Wow. At this point, my kids start screaming. They fall completely apart. Daddy, daddy, that guy is scaring us and just crying and just completely fall apart. Because he's screaming he's going to effing kill me in front of them and kill them. And they don't understand the sex part he's screaming. My wife's really upset about that in addition to the other stuff. And my kids are just screaming, Daddy, what do we do? I said, you got to get out of here. He takes another step back. He said, I'm going to effing shoot you right now. And he sticks his hand in his pocket. And at that point, because I was ready to fight this guy. And I, w- I was ready to fight this guy, and, well, I probably can't say this because the uh, mm-hmm. police situation. We'll but just leave it there. I don't think it had gone well. I was very, very enraged, as I am now. Yes. I don't think I could have stopped myself from uh, making sure um, that the threat was neutralized. Exactly. Um, very angry at this person at this point. And, uh, and, but when he stuck his hand in his pocket, I thought, oh, my God, 
Jack. I actually thought this. It's amazing how many thoughts you have, like in a car wreck or these situations, right? A gazillion thoughts go through your head. I, I was having the thought, I'm going to fight this guy. I can take him out. He's not that big, and he's hammered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really mad. When he stuck his hand in his, po- his pocket, I actually thought, I spoke to myself in the third, per- third person. I said, you've miscalculated, Jack. That guy has a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he didn't pull his hand out of his pocket. Then my mind immediately went to, he doesn't have a gun. He's faking it. But for a second, I thought, he's going to shoot me right in front of my kids. Oh, my God. Um, but so he's still screaming, I'm going to effing kill you. And he's backing up as I'm, kinda, as I'm walking toward him. Then my wife stands up and starts yelling at him. And I thought, holy crap, she's going to go after him. And now I got to... Uh-oh, mama and bear. So, so now I'm kind of standing in between the two of them with my hands like this. And I'm screaming, you got to go. You got to go. And my kids are just screaming at the tops Ugh. of their lungs. I mean, just bawling tears of their eyes and just screaming so loud it was hard to hear anything. Both of them screaming. And, uh, and, and he takes a couple more steps backwards. And this is where I get kind of confused of what's going on. I'm worried about the kids at this point. He's a little bit further away. I turn toward them. Then he starts screaming again. And I get a little lost as to what's happening. Some people showed up then. Enough people had heard from around the shopping center. Some, some other guys came in. Hey, what's the problem or something like that? He sees there's now several of us. And he, uh, he just starts walking down the uh, retreating, walking down the sidewalk, still screaming, I'm effing going to kill you and effing right. going to kill your kids, but yeah. he walks down the sidewalk. Oh. I said, has anybody called 911? And uh, nobody had. And I, so I got on my phone, which in retrospect, I wish I hadn't. I should have let somebody else do that but any, to help with my kids. But anyway, kids are still screaming. They're crying. I'm on the phone with the police. Uh, they're asking for a description, all this sort of stuff. Manager of the restaurant comes out and says, oh, that guy was in here earlier. We have him on videotape. Uh, which was helpful for the whole police thing. And uh, my wife finally says, we got to get out of here. And I told the police, yeah, I got to take care of my kids. I got to go. So um, we like briefly tried to get our food into some to-go boxes. I don't know. We're, we're, we're just out of our minds. Like we're not thinking straight. Right. Sure. And then at some point my wife says, screw the food. <laughs> what are we doing here? And so the kids are still just crying. My kids cried all the way home at home for a long time. Oh, no. Uh, hard to get them to sleep. They're they're never going to be exactly the same over this. They're certainly not going to be the same for a while. Uh, we're going to talk to some professionals today. I don't. Know. My son was screaming. I'm never going to go out anywhere ever again. I can't oh. ever be around people ever again. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I don't see how we're ever going to go to that shopping center, which is like our home grocery store shopping center. I don't see how we'll ever go there again. I don't see how they'll ever see what we've been describing as sketchy people again without immediately thinking, "Oh my god, that guy's going to scream. He wants to kill us or try right. to kill us." Right. Um. So. Get home, get the kids to bed, get to get them watching a show and some snacks. Finally, get them calmed down enough with the help of melatonin, and uh, and uh, gonna get him to sleep. And then uh, the I called back to the police department and I said, "So I'm the guy that called nine one one from this location." They said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And I said, "So what's gonna happen here?" And she said, "You could talk to the police officer." I said, "Well, I'd like to talk to the police officer." I said, "Is this person going to jail, or what's gonna happen to this person?" She said, "You have to talk to the police officer." I said, "Have him give me a call." He calls later. And we have a conversation, and nice guy, doing his job, absolutely, but he he starts in with the, uh, well, yeah, we know this guy, he actually gives me the name, we know this guy, he's been a transient for five years, and he's got a real bad alcohol problem, and the real problem is the county just does not have the resources to get him into rehab, and with the pro- and so he needs some help, and I just said, you gotta be kidding me, this guy needs to go to jail, he's screaming, I'm gonna kill you at me and my kids, I don't care if he drinks, I said, I'm a sober alcoholic. I've been sober for 11 years. I know something about people who are drunks. I don't care if he's a drunk or not. He's got all kinds of problems, and he needs to be in jail. Right. 
Right. He said he does this all the time, only verbal threats. He's never done anything. Oh, okay, that's comforting to my kids. I'll tell no, my kids. You can't that, make terroristic threats. I, I'll that's, tell my kids that he only screams, I'm going to effing kill you and your and dad. rape you and the rest of it. Uh, yeah, right. uh, he yeah. never actually follows through, so don't have any of the trauma that's going to go along with the experience. Right. Uh, it just That really annoyed me. Um, I, I realize that's the attitude of a lot of law enforcement and a lot of the nation right now. That I, I did. I actually did some uh, googling on um, uh, homeless people threatening you and seeing what laws are involved and stuff like that. Everything that came up on Google, of course, Google has a way of filtering the stuff that they want to you. Correct. But everything came up was laws that make being homeless a crime, uh, uh, punishing homeless people for just being homeless and uh, asking you for money or or anything like that or any engagement with a homeless person. They're the ones that. End up in jail. All all this, you know, sure. left wing crap. Uh, why we put up with these people in our society? I have no idea. In our in our public spaces, I have no idea why we pay gazillions of dollars of tax money for beautiful parks and all this different stuff, and we let those people that you have to keep an eye on all the time just hang out there. I have no idea why people do that. Well, they don't everywhere. I know. But- I know. I know. It's a cultural thing. I know. Here, it's, here, it's, and it's there. Crazy. It's crazy. Uh, very different. It's yeah. crazy. So, uh... So, so the guy says to... The policeman says, so what's going to happen now? I said, that's a crime. He needs to be in jail. And he said, well, that's up to the DA. He said, I'm looking for him, and we'll find him. Uh, but it's up to the DA whether he presses any charges. And I said, if that is not something you press charges on, we got a serious problem in this town. And he said, well, that's up to the DA. When I, I took it from his tone of voice that he doesn't think that that's the sort of thing you press charges on. Well, I suggest you uh, become a bit of an activist on the, right. uh, on the topic and go talk to the DA. Right. Or, or drop him a note at the very least. Right. Call him, what, call her, him, it. and. Uh, but regardless of all that, I mean, even with all that aside, I still have the situation with my kids. I mean, those are two separate things, mostly, because it's unlikely we're going to run into this person ever again in our lives, whether he's locked up or not. Um, but just just awful that it happened, just terrible that it happened. There's no unringing that bell. Right. They, they've had that life experience as little kids. They'll never forget it. They'll never look at certain things the same way ever again. Well, and, and listen, the what to do about it with them is, you know, it's fairly clear. You slowly but surely reintroduce them. Um, and and let them know that sort of thing's a real rarity. But the problem is, you live in one of those uh, progressive uh, enclaves where we see those people every day because they're attracted by the policies there. Sure, you know, up in Caucasian Acres where I lived until recently, and now I'm in uh, White Bread Heights. Um, there was a much much less tolerance. There's of that sort yeah, of thing. I, well, you know, and that's my political view on that sort of thing too. Uh, the only thing I don't like about my where I live is that is they're putting up with that. I just I do not understand it. They've got the political view of hey society has screwed these people, um, uh, and anybody who questions their ability to walk around a restaurant asking people for money and frightening people, there's something wrong with you. Right, you're a bad person. Right. You're part of the white privilege that has put this person in the position they're in. I mean that's the you know the political view. Sure. Which is, to me, just crazy. But, you know, I'm not going to change that, and I can either be around it or not, I guess, is my choice. But um, just just mostly just disappointed that it happened. Because, like I said, there's no one ringing that bell. It happened. Wow. Wow. Well, you're doing the right thing. I mean, trying to seek out a little help today and everything. and I don't. My, that's uh, awful. Yeah, oh, yeah. Thank God no yeah. one was hurt. Oh, you know, yeah. That bear's saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I mean, if uh, good lord, I mean, oh, I thank God say- you're not hurt or the kids or, or your wife, but it's a good thing you didn't have to take the guy out. That wouldn't have helped anybody's psychology either. I got to tell you, right now, I don't feel that way. Yeah, I know, I know. I would like to fight him right now. Um, but I'll tell you what the the policeman the policeman said to me. He said. So did you think he had a gun or didn't think he had a gun? I said, he screamed at me, I'm going to shoot you, and he stuck his hand in his pocket. I know what you guys do when somebody does that. Wow, well said. And he didn't say anything yet, but I know what you guys do. I've seen the videos. Somebody screams, I'm going to shoot you, and sticks their hand in their pocket. You kill them. Right. So I took it pretty seriously, too. And and I think would have had every right to do whatever I needed to do. I actually, actually, right when I thought this is going to go down, I put my hand on my hip for where I keep my knife. I'd just gotten off a plane, so I didn't have my knife. The only times I don't carry a knife in my pocket is when I'm flying, because they don't let you do that. Right. And I didn't have my weapon with me. I carry that because that's a weapon you can still, for now, carry in the United States. Because mm. I'd rather have something than nothing. Sure. If I'm fighting some dude who's screaming, I'm going to shoot you. Wow. Wow. Unreal. Yeah. Terrible situation. Yeah, well, we got to take a break. I don't know what happens now. The policeman's going to call me back, but... Uh, Pressure matters to DAs. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Um Yeah. I also know I also know the politics of the town I live in and that they uh, and how they view people like me, but I'll still go through whatever motions I can go through. I'm part of the problem. My attitudes are why these people are homeless. Hmm. You need to change their attitudes. Yeah. The, the fact that there's anywhere in society that you would allow somebody like that to hang out. Five years that guy's been h- hanging around doing that sort of thing, apparently. Wow. He's verbally threatened lots of people, but he's never actually done anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you got to gather every child in that town or who might visit that town. Let them know that in advance. That's, that's ridiculous. It is. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. Any comments? Maybe you know something about the legality of fighting this sort of thing and pressuring a DA. I'd be interested in any of that. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Interesting text, as you can imagine, on my story of a uh, scumbag, a-hole, transient dude approaching my family and I, screaming at him uh, that he was going to kill us. And of course, as a guy who almost attended law school, I will be working the legal desk. Uh, Jack, you showed great restraint. Anyone else would have cold cocked that dude once his hand went in his pocket. Actually, once his hand went in his pocket, screaming, I'm going to shoot you, I thought he was going to shoot me, is what I thought was going to happen. There was a bit of distance between you at that point, or? Get, uh, we were probably 12 feet away from each other. Yeah. Get an attorney and pursue this with the DA. This is your new crusade. Um... I would suggest finding this guy, give him a lift to the DA's house, drop him off with a tent, telling him he gets to camp out there. Let the DA live with him. Mm, I like it. That's a common thing for the, uh, like the Nancy Pelosi's of the world, who are, who are open to that lifestyle. Sure, so they have they have giant 
they live in gated community of giant walls with guards with guards but yes. really every, everyone else should put up with that that's right um we don't we shouldn't build walls Say, people who live behind walls. As an officer, we want to uh, get rid of these street zombies, too. Our hands are tied. The issue is the jails are a revolving door, and DAs never file. Or at most, it's a $200 to $500 fine that never gets paid. I've arrested one guy similar to the one you just described 11 times in six months, and that doesn't include the other shifts. Wow. Wow. You know, we've said this many times, the idea that we need to build... Tear down the prisons and build schools. We need more prisons. Oh, yeah. We need way more prisons. When I hear the and, and mental health facilities too. When I hear the number of people that are locked up, it's and as, as if it's I don't care. I don't care how many people. As many people as you have to lock up, that it's safe to walk down the street. Right. That's how many people you need to lock up. Do you want to change the laws? Do you want to change who gets locked up for what? That's fine. We can talk about that. Although some of the recent changes in laws have led to skyrocketing crime. Um. But the idea that, well, we're just out of space because we have too many people in prison. No, the number of people that violate the laws that deserve to be sentenced to prison. That's how many prison cells we need. But but uh, we want a dollar thirty of government for a dollar America won't face up to that reality. Um, I've been a victim of violent crimes three times in my life, two of them with a gun, every time the police let them go. I scream my head off at the people in charge, but to no avail. My advice, let it go. You're not going to win on this one. It sucks, but prolonging it just prolongs your anger. In the end, the police will treat you as the problem. Uh, I don't know that the police are going to treat me as the problem, but I, 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 I definitely can understand the pursuing this sort of thing and just prolonging your, uh, your anger. Right. Uh, because as someone said, as one cop said, so you, you pursue it, and you get them actually charged with something, and that crime is $500 fine. Because there's and no room to put them in jail. There's no room to put them in jail. It's a $500 fine. You could make it a $5 billion fine or a $5 fine. doesn't make any difference. He's not going to pay it. Right. He's just going to wander around the streets and scream at somebody else. And 11 times in six months, was it? Yeah, that's what that, uh, that policeman said. This is open-shut case, California Penal Code 422, terroristic threat, criminal threat. It's not even close. I mean, he's clearly guilty. And uh, you know, but what's the penalty for that? Right. If it's if it if it's anything other than some amount of time in jail, what have I accomplished? I don't know if I've accomplished anything. I mean, if he spends a couple of days in jail, that doesn't have done done me any good or society. Right. And uh, if he if he gets uh, charged with a number of fines, that's done nobody any good. DAs, judges, here's where you write us an email anonymously. Armstrong and Getty at Yahoo.com, or you can certainly text, but uh, Armstrong and Getty at Yahoo.com. Tell us how bad it is. How many people you have to turn loose? How many scumbags? How many dangerous people? Because we don't have the facilities to put all the scumbags. I'll tell you, the, 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 and I understand that uh, for whatever reason, and, and alcoholism, drug abuse, it's complicated. Nobody really knows the answers on this stuff. But my life experience with alcoholics, and I've got quite a bit of it, you're just you're just crazy wrong with this opinion that we can't get him into a rehab. That's not what that's going to help that guy. That is not going to help that. That's not what that guy's problem is. It, being an alcoholic might be his problem, and he gets drunk every day. But the idea, the county doesn't have a rehab. You know how you know how many people those those county rehabs get sober? Maybe one out of ten thousand. Yeah. I'd be surprised if it's that many. Yeah, it's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. 
So was the policeman telling me that to because most people think, okay, good, or because he actually believes that that's a solution to the problem? That is not a solution to the problem. Even if you had the facility, it's not going to make any difference. That guy, I'd be very surprised if that guy has any interest in stopping drinking. Right. Well, you live in a state where people with a straight face express the idea that, you know, the the guy who stole my bike, he just, he was downtrodden by society, and I feel bad that I had a bike, and he doesn't, and now he does, so that makes me happy. People with a wildly, with like a... An almost mentally ill lack of understanding of the eternal human nature. There have always been thieves. There have always been criminals. There have always been angry people. There always will be those people. You and your enlightenment isn't going to change humanity in that way. One more. Uh, I run into similar homeless problems in downtown San Diego all the time, and every time I complain to authorities, people look at me like I'm the one with the problem. I have a feeling I'm going to run into a lot of that myself. Yeah. Oh, another one of those people who doesn't like the homeless. It's so sad and so sick. Oh, well, I'll keep you updated. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Trump's Afghan plan getting high praise from fellow Republicans and the military and the top reasons people say they would dump a partner. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Oh, yeah. What's the new dating craze, Vincent? I saw you sent that out. A new stashing. Stashing. Yeah. What is stashing that? Stashing is it? Well, you'll you find out. You make your girlfriend wear a mustache to bed? Yeah. That's what it is. Guys who like women with mustaches. Uh-huh. No, it's not that. All right. I'll stay tuned. What is stashing? Among other things coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. couple of texts from people who have ended up in a scuffle with aggressive uh, homeless people, and they, the non-homeless person, is the one who got arrested and hauled off. Seriously? A couple of people, yeah, so that would have been that would have been uh, traumatic for my kids, too. Mm, that'd have been a hell of a show the next day. Gets the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, fresh off last night's address to the nation in primetime, President Trump's going to be heading to Arizona today for a campaign-style rally. In last night's speech... Trump laid out a broad plan for America's path forward in Afghanistan. My original instinct was to pull out. And historically, I like following my instincts. But all my life, I've heard that decisions are much different when you sit behind the desk in the Oval Office. In other words, when you're president of the United States. Trump saying he now... Yeah, yeah we, we get what the Oval Office reference The are. problem I have with that, and I know you know this, Marshall, is a number of times with a number of presidents, what feels different behind the desk is you don't want to be the guy who lost, so you pursue a losing effort. So you can at least dump it off for the next guy so you're not the guy who lost, which is not the same thing as fully realizing the responsibility. We need to go big on this topic. I think uh, if I were to jump in now, I've already jumped in now. Uh, We would run crazy, crazy late. I will tell you this. Joe's got the answer. He told Uh, us earlier. Well, I I agree with you, and yet I disagree with you. I think we have two awful options. One is staying, one is going. you got to figure out which is less awful. Members of the GOP, though, are applauding uh, Trump's strategy for the war in Afghanistan. The House Speaker Paul Ryan telling CNN he's satisfied with the Trump strategy, calling it principled realism. 
Senator John McCain released a statement applauding Trump for, quote, taking a big step in the right direction. Some military uh, leaders have also come out saying they think uh, that it is a good policy and they're glad to see we're moving forward. There is a lot of good to the policy. Mm -hmm. Whether the overall strategy is the right one is the open question. In terms of tactics, I was very happy with it. I mean, specifically, having talked to many, many fellas who went to and fought in Afghanistan, the rules of engagement have changed now. And they are much more in favor of our guys and their mission, which I think is a positive. Not micromanaging the war from Washington. Right, exactly. And not not fantasizing about a Jeffersonian democracy in Afghanistan. And and we got to keep these villagers happy because, you know, we just, if we're going to build that Jeffersonian democracy, we know it. The hell with that. Nobody's talking about that anymore. It's, it's, it's Ashkanistan. It is a hotbed of Islamist horror. They're intent on export, exporting it. It's right next to Pakistan's nukes, and we can't have it. Shifting gears, we've got the top reasons people say they would dump a partner. Electronic cigarette brand Blue went out and surveyed about 2,000 single adults, and they came up with the top five most offensive traits, relationship deal breakers, they call them. Fifth worst, fifth worst trait, cigarette breath. Having cigarette breath turned a lot of people off. This is yeah. a cigarette company did this? This is a e-cigarette uh, company. Oh, for God's sake. Yes. Cigarette breath's gross. In fourth place, fourth worst trait, being selfish, then being a liar. <laughs> Constant lying. Second, mm-hmm. second most offensive trait, being bad-tempered, and the most offensive trait of all 72% said a potential romantic partner with body odor would be too much for them. So there you go. The top reasons people say they would dump a Just partner. Never in a relationship with somebody who stank. Thank goodness. Not that I recall. <laughs> I think I would. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, back when I was uh, used to be a smoker, I am amazed that uh, that uh, ladies would, uh, you know, put up with me. Because uh, now that I've stopped smoking, whoo. I'll tell you, you can really tell. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Giddy Show. The voice of the Smokers and their, uh, you know, chewing gum or popping a mint or whatever they're in. You you reek of cigarette smoke. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you don't smell it anymore. Right, exactly. As the smoke hair. Yeah. All right, more on Afghanistan. We're going to talk to a Post reporter, Washington Post reporter. The dating trend that is stashing. Oh, boy. It's the new thing. I will glumly and unhappily advocate for the president's position. Hmm. Joe McCain is wanting to get involved in every country in the world. Oh, shut up. Never-ending wars. Unfair. Unfair, I say. Where's unfair arguing on that list, Marshall? Was that number six? Military-industrial complex. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. A new report came out and found that it costs so much to protect President Trump's entire family that the Secret Service is going bankrupt. <laughs> That's true. In fact, today the Secret Service asked Trump if they could just skip Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, who? I'm trying to remember my official Trump rankings. 
All right, at inauguration day, I think Eric had fallen to the fifth-ranked Trump. I think he was even behind uh, Barron at that point. No, <laughs> that's right. I wouldn't include Barron because he was a child. So um, I just wanted to mention that whole Secret Service thing because it's getting a lot of news coverage that the Secret Service is out of money or whatever. And from what I understand... Because the Trumps are so expensive to protect. Right. From what I understand, it's been headed that direction for a long time. And Yeah, that's what the Secret Service said. It's, it's not specific to the president. We've had this problem for a decade. Well, that's not the way it's being presented in the news. Today. Certainly not. Well, I mean, it is expensive because he's got a fairly large family. Adults, they travel the world, et cetera, et cetera. So what do you but mean? that's not what the Secret Service says is the problem. They said it's just a, uh, uh, there's a lot more for them to do these days. It has to have to do with the interwebs and, and stuff like that and all the maniacs in the you know hidden corners of the, the globe who, who communicate electronically. Your Secret Service guy, it's a direct threat to the president. you got to deal with it. So stashing is a new thing with dating and something to watch out for. Vincent, you're in the dating world. Can you describe stashing? It's uh, dating someone on a not a whole I want to marry you levels, just kind of keeping them at the wayside. Uh, Isn't that dating? <laughs> I thought that's what dating was. I've been stashing this whole time. In case you need a date or for like a wedding or a family function, so not giving them the full shrift. Well, so what I've, I wanted you to describe it because uh, I read the article and I just wondered. I mean, had you ever heard this term before? Or is this the sort of thing they make up in the media? No, I just. But read it. so the way it's described in this article is it's particularly it's that, but it's um uh, they they think it's more, <clears throat> and you realize that. Wait a second. You're you're all over my Facebook page and Instagram. I'm not on your Facebook page or Instagram at all. Ah. You've met my family. I've never met your family. My family travels. I, I'm not online a lot. <laughs> they. Uh, I think they used to call that leading you on, leading someone on. As opposed to stashing? Yes. I just think it's a new hipster term. What this mm-hmm. has to do with mustaches, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with mustaches. So, I think it's like, so the girl a has a mustache, victim. so you don't go on her Facebook page. You have, Michael? You yeah. are a stashing victim? I guess if people were always just like leading you on and you know it never went anywhere, then you were a stashing victim, right? I suppose. Well, I don't. I, 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 I don't know. I think in this particular. Yeah, I guess. I Are guess. you referring to the girl who you thought was coming on to you but wanted to sell you uh, fuller brushes? Uh, it was Amway, Amway. but yeah, yeah right. I was a stashing victim that day. <laughs> I think that's different, but well, I don't. I think sometimes relationships just don't naturally don't lead to marriage, and like sure, the, the stashing thing kind of has some sort of evil intent behind it. I think it's very possible to. You know, be dating someone for a while, have it not, you know, reach the marriage conclusion. Yeah. You didn't intend to have them be your your stash piece or whatever the kids are calling. Well, them. I'm ready to declare this a stupid fake nanamanam. I think non. I think maybe the point would be is that if you notice that imbalance, that social media imbalance, that's something you should probably bring up. Yes, I just yeah. put I just put uh, my my Belle Allison on on my Instagram two weeks ago, and she was like, "Don't tag me." Because she is dealing with stuff from a previous relationship. And Have you been tagging her? She didn't want... <laughs> For migration purposes? None of your business. On the gram. Uh, and and uh, I, I was like, because I was like, I like you and I'm proud of that she, you're my but lady. Is she, is she stashing you? I mean, are you non existent on her social media, though? Yes, currently. And okay. she's like, I'm gonna have to You're deal being with, stashed. I'm gonna have to deal with questions. And I go, Well, those people don't matter. 
Just who who cares? Only we matter, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I told I was, oh, I was like, well, update the people who are important, and then the other people, whatever they have to say, who cares? Right. Well, what's what's okay. right? You and me against the world, etc. <laughs> yeah. I think you're being stashed, mm. which is fine. Maybe you. That's fine. Stash me all day long might be my attitude back when I was dating. Stash Better away. Being catfished. <laughs> I can't. It's you, somewhat better. Yes. You can stash me. Don't catfish me. You're an That's, actual human woman. <laughs> That's actually my Tinder profile. You can you can stash me, but don't catfish me. <laughs> okay. So Joe has declared it a fake. Well, I don't think it's fake. I think I'm no, sure. I, I get the social media angle yeah. of it now. Okay. I'm, it's, yeah. I'm sure it goes on. So you're you're stashed away. You it become just, aware that yeah. you're a bit of a secret. Why yeah. would that be? Yeah. In case of emergency. Reach out to this person. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas on my social media, you're you're like a full thing. Sure. Yeah. Here's us out to eat the other night. Here's us at a wedding. Here's us. Yeah. Sounds yeah. a little clingy. <laughs> <laughs> Says a grown man in a Batman shirt. Hey, I am wearing Batman shirt. <laughs> well, luckily, we are uh, fortunate that Joe Getty's... Uh, Mind has shown up today because he has figured out Afghanistan. Uh, Again, glumly and with no joy. Gotcha. If you're a fan of joyless and glum radio, stay with us. (laughs) Plus, there is big-time voter fraud in America. There's almost got to be. The proof. Interesting. Stay tuned. I got more Eclipse stuff, too, from the Eclipse trip. I saw it! Full totality! Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.